quarterback Johnny Manziel and superback Anthony Jones. Here comes the third franchise player for the Zappers, number 13 wide receiver Travis Toivonen. Let's do this thing. Welcome to another episode of the Air Raider Attack Podcast. I'm your host, Michael. As always, subscribe and listen to us on iTunes and Google, wherever you get your podcast from. We'll be on there. Give us a shout out on that certain platform. Also, find us on YouTube channel. Just search Air Raider Attack Podcast. In the meantime, it's an honor to do a special Friday afternoon show with the one and only Travis Trav Daddy. The Toyman. Toyman. There we go. Yeah, there we are. <laughs> I figured I'm not going to butcher his last name this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All good. <laughs> uh, the FCF Zappers wide receiver. Travis, welcome to the show. Hey, I appreciate you having me. Hey, I am definitely uh, appreciate your time. I know you're a busy man, especially getting ready for a game day tomorrow night. But uh, so I'm not going to take too much of your time up. But pretty much, uh, I know I kind of explained it in the last show to some, but coming from an actual player of the FCF, uh, explain to listeners how the FCF works. So it's unlike traditional football where it's we play on a 50-yard field. We actually play in a indoor arena. I believe it's like a meant for – hockey and then just smaller events so it's a 50 yard field quite a bit narrower don't know the exact dimensions and then it's seven on seven football so there's three offense alignment three defense alignment a quarterback and then you have the option of three receivers or two receivers and a running back so it gets really interesting and it's very fast paced um, like the name says it's fan controlled so fans are actually on their apps and watching on Twitch, and they're calling the plays that we run live. Uh, the comparison that I've kind of seen is it's like fantasy football. Every week there's a draft, so the fans of each team, they can draft whatever players they want on their team, and then they can also pick what plays that the their players are running live. So it's kind of like a real-life Madden. It's pretty crazy, and it's, it's an insane concept. I can't believe it's actually uh, come to life, and it's Really honored to be playing in the inaugural season. Absolutely, and you know, coming from a fan now, um, week two after the uh, week one became a co-owner, but you know, it, it's pretty cool. It's fascinating to say the least. And people, you know, I had a good buddy of mine, and and he, I love him to death. And he's like, I just don't get him. Like, just watch it. And it's practically like you said, it's fantasy football weekly draft. I get that the NFL, you may not have that unless you're in DraftKings fan deal stuff like that, but. Um, but no, it is exactly. It's a Madden that's uh, come to life. Um, to me, it's pretty exciting. You know, my oldest son last week, he's you know, he was helping calling the plays, and it was pretty cool. Uh, I think we got two touchdowns out of it, but uh, no, it was pretty neat. Now, in this kind of realm, how was is it kind of odd at first to know that you know, compared to traditional football, when you have an offensive coordinator, so on and so forth, calling the play from the sideline. How kind of how, once you get the rhythm going, is it odd at first to kind of wait and, and to find out what the play is? Yeah, it's definitely odd. And we all have these little microphones in our helmets. So when the fans call the play, it goes to someone who's up in the booth with like the computer and everything. And then they relay the play down to us on the field. So right when it gets called in, 
you know, we're running that play. And we have a minimized playbook just to make it easier for the fans. But in this league, it's kind of set up where the offense is in a position to succeed, whereas it's really fast-paced and it's on a smaller field. Football where, you know, the quarterback is going to be scrambling around and he's just finding the open receiver. So it's a lot of fun. And from what I've heard, it's quite a bit of fun to watch. It's uh, I definitely uh, I crave it. I'm definitely hooked to it. I'm addicted, I guess you want to call it that. And definitely looking forward to um, to game day tomorrow night. I think and I like I believe I read something like the FCF's app just in itself was I think either the second or the first in sports uh, apps downloaded, I think, after during week one or after week one, which says a lot for itself. Yeah, I did see that. And just off of those first like that first game, the you know, explosion of fans around the world was crazy. So it's been really exciting to see. And you did mention earlier you're a co-owner of, of one of the teams. I got to ask, what team are you a co-owner of? I'm actually the co-owner of the Zappers. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I, that's a relief. I was I thought you were going to say the Glacier Boys or something. I was like, that's a bad choice. <laughs> no, sir. It's the Zappers. Uh, um, it's just, well, you know, Bob Benary, um you know, I'm a huge fan of his. So that, you know, also that helped too. But now nah, just the overall feel uh, of the Zappers, like, you know, I think this is a team, team to run with. And, uh, you know, with the wife and I said, hey, let's invest. And sure enough, we did. So it's a, it's, it's a pretty cool feeling. People don't get it. But, um, you know, coming from my standpoint, dude, I think the FCF's got something going here. Yeah, definitely. And for the fans who don't know, so there's four teams in this league. And there's a draft every week, but each week the team gets to franchise tag a player. So at the start of the season, the Zappers franchise tagged Johnny Manziel, who's obviously very well known. The second week, the Zappers franchise tagged Anthony Jones, who's the cousin of Delvin Cook, running back for the Minnesota Vikings. And that was actually the third Zappers franchise tag. So us three players were with the Zappers for the rest of the season, and all the other teams have that same situation. So... It's pretty exciting. Absolutely, I'm looking forward to uh, you know, of course, uh, next week's next week's um, franchise. And of course, we got to get through week three. But uh, I definitely voted for you, Travis. Just so you know, to franchise yeah, you. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> me and me and uh, Logan March here, boys. So we we're both going to be excited for whoever got it, and it was kind of between us two. So I'm I'm definitely happy to be a zapper. Absolutely. I hope, you know, myself and the rest of the fans and co-owners of the Zappers, we should and hopefully can franchise Logan next week. And I think we got something going just from a team standpoint. Yeah, definitely. And like when you look at the records, we're 0-2 right now, but I wasn't even on the Zappers the first week. And guys are moving around so much that it's almost once you get that that solid base of franchise tag guys, it's like the whole season kind of turns around. So as long as you got a good team going into playoffs it's you know regular season record doesn't mean a thing absolutely and you know the question I even i kind of thought about and i and i'll ask you just from a standpoint um from a player standpoint so how exactly did the fcf reach out to you so i'm uh i was friends with jackson erdman who's the franchise quarterback for the wild aces and he actually signed with the fcf pretty early on uh, through a combine, he did really well, got signed to the FCF. He announced it on social media, and I was kind of like, oh, there's this new football league. You know, I just graduated college in 2019, so 
I've been trying to play football for the last year, but COVID has kind of ruined my chances at that. So I hit him up, asked him what it was all about. Talked to my agent who actually had a previous connection with coach John Jenkins. Coach John Jenkins is like the main coach in the FCF. So he talked to Jenkins and they had one, one more tryout. So I was in the last tryout in Atlanta, flew down to Atlanta um, from Minnesota. So flew from Minnesota to Atlanta, went to the tryout, did really well. And they actually signed me on the spot. So got signed to the FCF and I've been in Atlanta since that, that tryout living in a hotel, which is like the bubble here. And it's been, Mm -hmm. it's been quite an experience. That's awesome, man. Though I read something um, probably a day or two ago, just scrolling, kind of, kind of getting ready, and and I noticed that it's kind of a, um, not really like a saving grace, but it's kind of like a uh, meant to happen type of thing. I noticed I read something that you are actually in the works of um, NFL scouts coming to what we would consider all you know pro days stuff like that, and of course you know as you mentioned they canceled it due to COVID. What was your mindset uh, once that took place? And and obviously the FCF is a great another way, great g- to get your name out there. What was your mindset after that? And then headed into uh, the FCF. Yeah, so I played uh, football at the University of North Dakota. We're Division One FCS, and I had a good college career. wasn't great, wasn't amazing. Not like I was going to be a draft pick. And I'm really realistic with myself, so I wasn't expecting to get signed or anything, but I definitely was expecting to get like a rookie minicamp invite or even, you know, go to a CFL, uh, the Canadian Football League tryout. And with COVID, it just canceled everything. I didn't have any, didn't have any pro day. So I had no numbers, you know, no 40 time, no vertical, none of that stuff. So it kind of ruined my chances, just not being a big name. Like in my head, I was like, no one's going to know who I am, you know, like I need a way that I can get my name out there. So after that, I was kind of in a limbo, but I was, I've been dead set on, you know, trying to play professional football for a while. It's been my dream forever. And now that I got to that point, I couldn't give up now. So the past year, I've just been kind of training, just getting by and just waiting for my opportunity. And once this rolled around, it's kind of like, you know, a blessing in disguise where it was, you know, kind of like it was meant to be. So went to the tryout, did well. And now here I am, you know, hoping to get the the exposure where I can further my football career, either in the NFL or CFL or in another league. Well, regardless, Travis, I'll be rooting you on. And and uh, <clears throat> I got to ask you, I'll ask you this, uh, all, you know, from a joking side. Last week or was it? Yes, last week or the week. Yeah, last week. Did any of you guys knew that uh, Logan Marchie could sing? Oh, okay. <laughs> that's actually, I, I like, that's what he said. I, I was, I was talking to him like my first week here and I got a sheet and on the sheet, it was like, what's one of your hidden talents. And I was talking to Logan. I was like, like, I, I hate this question. I don't really know what my hidden talents are. You know, like I think, right. I think I'm like pretty good at most stuff, but it's not like I can like juggle flaming uh, chainsaws or something like that. And Logan was like, oh, for that, I always put that I can sing. And then I kind of talked to him about it. And last week, one of our operations guys messaged in our whole player and staff group chat. They're like, hey, would any of the players be interested in singing the national anthem? And myself and a couple other guys who knew Logan was a singer, we all 
like added him in the chat and we're like, yeah, Logan will, Logan will. And we kind of volunteered him to do that. So <laughs> when he actually sang it, we were all very impressed. He has a great voice. So if football doesn't work out for him, I think he might have a career in singing and performing. <laughs> Absolutely. Cause you know, we were, I was watching it and obviously, you know, I don't know everybody personally, but I was like, that's, you know, cause usually, the, you know, football players were the, so I played through college and, and that was about it. But, um, you know, we were the jocks, you know, most, you know, jocks aren't the greatest world's greatest, you know, in regards to um, book work and all that stuff in this classroom. But no, the voice was phenomenal. I saw some of the players, they were literally shocked. I guess they didn't expect him that he could sing like that. So I was kind of curious if, uh, if anyone knew that he could sing like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think any of us actually had proof that he could <laughs> sing like that, but now we do. So, Props to him. <laughs> no, definitely props. And that kid can play as well. But how's it been like? Um, I know Johnny's going to be out this uh, this week due to surgery. But how's it been like working from your short time with the Zappers? How's it been like uh, working with Johnny, of course, with the experience that he's got bringing in, coming into the league? It's been a lot of fun. Um, he doesn't practice uh, as much as all the other guys. He's kind of just doing his own thing, whereas – you know, he knows what he needs from football. He's just here to have fun, and the rest of us are here to further our football careers. So it's just been a lot of fun. He's kind of like a player coach. I've seen that, that uh, you know, term referenced a couple of times, whereas he's here to help us gain exposure and to have fun playing football. So, you know, if you would have asked me five years ago, or if you would have told me five years ago that I would have been playing on the same football field as Johnny Manziel, or nonetheless, catching passes from Johnny Manziel, I would have told you you're crazy. So it's kind of been, it's kind of been like, I don't know the exact phrase for it, but it's, it's just a wild experience. No, that's neat. I think it's pretty cool. Um, you know, that Johnny Manziel uh, is actually, you know, just coming in, having fun, like you said. I think it's pretty neat because I know, you know, some people say, well, why is he doing it? He doesn't need, you know, whatever the case may be. Hey, he's helping, I think in the long run, help uh, mold, you know, you and Logan and, and other players um, to get better and and to get your guys's, you know, to further your guys' career because obviously we know what Johnny can and can't do, but uh, I thought it was pretty cool that Johnny and even Quentin Flowers um, can uh, – has, you know, has experience. I think that's pretty neat. Yeah, definitely. Johnny, Johnny made it pretty clear that, you know, he wasn't here to further his football career. He's not trying to get back into the NFL, so – I think everyone's so quick to judge him and to just negatively speak on his name. So it's kind of cool to see how he reacts and doesn't let that bother him. Just tells us he's he's here to help us out and to have fun playing football. So definitely a cool experience. That's neat. And I know I saw a poll out. Uh, if you can name one player, uh, not so much from the list, but just in general that you would love to see join the league, whether it's just one week only or – for the remainder of the season, who who would it be? Oh, man. Well, I saw on Twitter that Josh Gordon was talking about it, and then I saw some other people <laughs> tweeting at Tim Tebow. So <laughs> I, think, I don't know. Either of those guys, like those, Josh Gordon might actually be a realistic option, so that'd be a lot of fun. I I, I agree with you. I think I could uh, – I could see Josh. Tim, I don't – I think he's he's got a lot of stuff that – you know, again, I don't know him personally, but I don't, you know, I don't see it happening. But it'd be cool nonetheless. But definitely Josh Gordon, 
I think uh, will be pretty neat. Yeah, that'd be that'd be quite the experience playing with Johnny Menzel and Josh Gordon. Uh, final few questions for you. I know you're a busy man getting ready for tomorrow night. What's your pregame uh, game of? What's your what's your routine heading into the arena on Saturday nights? Uh, for me, I'm not. I don't know. I don't really like to listen to, you know, like hard rap music where I'm just going to get super pumped up. I kind of more am like a calm pregame guy where I like I like to talk to uh, talk to teammates and talk to the other guys, just kind of chop it up for a bit before the games. But for me, mentally, I think that's just the biggest thing is just being mentally prepared, whereas I kind of want to keep a calm mindset. And sometimes if I amp myself up too much, it's almost a bad thing, whereas I'm going to start overthinking everything and and it'll affect my performance. Uh, maybe if I played defense, I'd be better. But offensively, I feel like I have to really concentrate and hone in on what I'm going to be doing and kind of visualizing myself succeeding every play. Very nice. And throughout the week, I know, <clears throat> you know, we're always used to seeing you on hard knocks on HBO with NFL or just NFL practices usually in general. How does the FCF pr- practice, are they about the same or a little different? Of course, 7-on-7 seven seven is obviously different from 11-on-11, 11 11, but uh, any difference in regards to practices? Uh, practices are fairly similar to what you'd see normally, but here I think there's a lot of emphasis on one-on-ones. You know, the extra points in the game are one-on-one matchups. And during the game, it's almost like every route you run is pretty much a one-on-one route. So we do a lot of one-on-ones against the defensive backs and then a lot of team stuff just to make sure the plays that we have in are, you know, going to be run to success. So it's, I mean, there's no special teams. So in, in college, we had a lot of special teams focus Mm -hmm. and a lot of, you know, offensive guys being on special teams units. So removing that from the game changes the aspect of practice a lot. So I'll just say it's, a lot more focused on offensive and just your skill sets. Very nice. And, and um, <clears throat> kind of in regards to the drafting, of course, on Wednesday nights that take place and people that you know, are listening out there, you know, of course you can vote for that as well. You can definitely vote on what team uh, votes who, of course, just like the uh, play calling, you know, vote. And of course the one with the most votes wins, of course, but uh, how is it like? Is, it, is like a is there like a green room back there? Or what are you guys usually doing when uh, waiting for that call to to be voted or be uh, to be drafted, so to speak? Yeah, so we're all sitting in the back. It's just like a big concrete room. I don't know. It's kind of like have you ever been in a big stadium like that where there's just operation stuff everywhere, where it's like fences, TVs, oh, yes. and stuff like that. There's just a bunch of a bunch of chairs, and then there's two TVs set up of the live Twitch stream. So guys are kind of just watching and paying attention to that. And then they bring some snacks out for us. So there's sub sandwiches and then other stuff of that sort. So it's pretty relaxed where those guys are just watching. And then the operations guys, they know who's getting drafted before they announce it on Twitch, obviously. So they'll kind of call out the guy who's going to get picked next, and then we roll up to the stage. And once they announce us, we do our little entrance, and that's about it. Very nice. And, uh, you know, I follow, of course, I'm pretty more 
active on Twitter and I am on uh, Facebook, but I saw a lot of people are wanting some FCF uh, video games out there or even a potential uh, app so we can play football. Uh, any <laughs> any chance of potentially do you see that could happen now in the future as long as this thing continues that's up um, success that we've been having so far? I could definitely see it. So there's this I don't know who these kids are, but there's these kids that made a mod on Madden on like the newest Madden game. And in Madden, there's a mode called the yard where it is seven on seven. So these kids made a mod and they put each FCF team in and they put all the FCF players in. So they're playing. Wow. They even changed the field to look exactly like the FCF field. It was crazy. And they're playing with like, you know, the actual players. So I could definitely see a future with a, with a video game. I don't think it'll be in the near future. I think the FCF is going to have to establish itself a little bit more. Oh, but, absolutely. You know, 10, 15 years down the road, the FCF has gained a lot of traction. It's actually a big, big league. I could for sure see that. And uh, last few, uh, last two questions for you. Um, I know because of COVID and stuff like that, <clears throat> will there be eventually be fans in the arena watching football? Or is it, uh, or is it primary for right now? Just gonna, um, is it primary? Just no fans. We're gonna run it, or are we gonna eventually see a few fans? once COVID kind of gets settled down. So I've actually asked that same question. And I think a lot of the players were curious about that when the league started this, this initial year, we only have, uh, what is it? Four more games. So there's only four more weeks left and they have zero intentions of bringing fans in for this initial year. So there's going to be no fans this year just because COVID, you know, it's not going to stop in the next month, but in the future, I think there would be, plans i haven't heard for sure but just that concept of having fans in the game live just being on their phones calling plays and watching the players you know 20 feet away calling running the plays that they called i could definitely see that being a thing but don't quote me on it i'm not sure not sure in the future (laughs) no you're good (laughs) no totally understandable of course covid you know definitely changed uh, how we all live our lives whether it's sports or anything that we may be doing now uh, last question. I know you're busy and uh, getting ready for game day. Um, name. What was one player you grew up uh, admiring uh, growing up watching football? So I was actually I'm, I was born and raised in Minnesota. Huge Minnesota Vikings fan. Loved Randy Moss. Loved Adrian Peterson. So I would say those two guys were kind of the biggest, the biggest guys for me that I really admired and really looked up to. Hey, you can't go wrong there. You got the, one of the best receivers to play the game. And of course, you know, from actually living in Oklahoma, watching Adrian, both at Oklahoma and now moving on into the NFL, um, even though he's been in the league forever, seems like now, but nah, you can't go wrong with those two options. No, definitely. It was definitely a couple <laughs> good years to watch Vikings football. And then we went through a streak there for a while where it was quite depressing. So Hopefully the Vikings can get back on track. <laughs> hey, you guys, as long as you got Kirk Cousins I, and, of course, Dalvin Cook, and yeah, I think you guys – and Justin Jefferson's coming up um, to be a big-time star. I think uh, I think you guys might be moving in the right direction. Hopefully, we'll yeah, see. I'm definitely biased, but I think the Vikings will be a top team in the league next year, so we'll see how that goes. Hey, nothing wrong there. I got a uh, – 
um, Adrian Peterson Vikings jersey in my closet. So I'll put that on for you for a uh, game day that's this awesome. year for the Minnesota. That's awesome. I actually got a Justin Jefferson jersey <laughs> this past year. So that's pretty cool. Very nice. I have nothing against Justin Jefferson, even though he did he did kind of chop up uh, Oklahoma's secondary last year in the playoffs. I think he was chopping up everyone's <laughs> secondary, so you don't have to feel too bad about that. Right. <laughs> 100% agree. You know, Travis, I appreciate your time. Uh, I know you're a busy man. I'm going to take up too much of your time left. But, hey, I appreciate you coming on. And you're more than welcome anytime. Um, when time is allowed, you're welcome to come yeah, back Yeah, definitely. On. Hopefully in the near future we can have a similar conversation. But I'll be playing in the NFL or CFL. So let's hope on that. I appreciate you having me. Hey, definitely, man. And uh, hit me up sometime and we'll get you back on and – Definitely have a longer conversation, and who knows? Uh, you know, I still got to plan a trip from Canada that I missed last year because of COVID. So uh, we'll be seeing you regardless on Sundays or even in Canadian football. I'll, I'll uh, definitely go no see doubt, you. No doubt, man. No doubt. Take it easy. Hey, take care, Travis. Welcome and best of luck this Appreciate week. Appreciate it. That was Travis, the wide receiver, the FCF Zappers. Definitely catch the FCF action every Saturday night. Just download the FCF app, and uh, catch them on Twitch. And don't forget, while you download it, pick your register, your favorite team, and, uh, of course, the Zappers, if I want to be biased. But pick your favorite team, and uh, you'll be, be part of the play calling and draft that takes place on Wednesdays, of course, play calling uh, that takes place on Saturday nights. Everybody, you are listening to the Area Tech Podcast. That was our host, Travis, FCF wide receiver.